All right, everyone. Thank you for joining me um, on our FFL Tri-State Training Day podcast. I got the superstar, Holly Newton, who's out there every single day helping families at a high level, made the transition from field to telesales of FFL Believe, and she's having a, uh, a Hall of Fame trajectory kind of year. So we wanted to get you on, Holly, to talk to you a little bit about some of the things you're doing that's very successful. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Well, thank you for jumping on with us and um, taking time mm -hmm. out of your busy schedule. Um, I'd love it if you could kind of talk a little bit about your transition from infield to telesales and the importance of that transition for you at this stage of your life for the things you want to do for your, for your family. All right. So when I started this job, it was very important for me to get going right away. Um, I wasn't working. I just had our second child. So I was just in a position where, okay, I need to get some extra income coming in for the home. My husband's a pastor. We had just moved to California within that year. And we're just trying to, you know, figure things out. Mm -hmm. So I started this job and I quickly hopped into it. You know, I didn't waste any time taking my test, um, going through contracting. I was ready to get going. And once I got started, I quickly realized with my county for California, it was just so massive. I mean, I was driving hours in between appointments. <laughs> Gas at that point, because we were at the peak of inflation during that point um, for California. It, gas was $10 a gallon. Are you serious? I was, I, I'm dead serious. Are you ser <laughs> I've never seen a 10. I've never seen a one zero period ever. Yep. You're serious? Oh, yeah. Oh yes, different different areas. Like I was stopping and fill up when I see like eight dollars because I knew okay that's cheap. Let me Whoa. fill up here, and then I'll get to my destination in Palm Springs and it's like ten dollars oh. or gallon. So I was trying to figure all that out. <sighs> I wasn't able to book a lot of appointments because I was driving all over the place. So I would have like three appointments a day, and then there were days where I just get no showed. So. I call my upline, I call my girl Mindy, and I said, hey, I'm wasting time on the road. I can only have like 10 appointments a week doing this. And she said, okay, we're going to put you on the phone. So I was only in the field probably a couple months. Mm. I closed everyone I talked to. So I sat huh. in front of people, and I knew I could do it. I just didn't want to waste all the time on the road. Right. So I switched to telesales and it just completely changed everything. Wow. Within the first month of doing telesales, I mean, I tripled what I was making wow. at that point. And it just, I just kept growing too. Um, every month I tried to um, increase what I'm doing. So there's this steady growth for me in that. So telesales was a big game changer for me. I'm able to spend more time with my family. Um, I'm able to um, take him to the park with my husband and then say, hang on, I got to do a telesale really quick, hop in the car, and I'm making a sale in my car within 30 minutes. You know, telesales has been a huge game changer for me. I'm able to do things with my family, go on trips with my family, and, you know, take a step back, do appointment or two if I needed to, and things like that. 
and during the week with ministry because I'm, I'm a busy pastor's wife. I have a lot of things that happen during the week. I'm able to take time to do a Bible study with women in my church uh, every Tuesday now that I'm able to do telesales because I can just hop into one room, do my Bible study, go into my office and do my appointments for the rest of the day. So it's been really great with the flexibility that telesales has given me and at the same time, increased my production as well. That's crazy. First off, I, I admire your go-getter attitude big time. You said you were not working and you got presented this opportunity and you said you ran after and, and finished the test quickly. Why were you not working? Um, I just had a baby. <laughs> it, okay. was just, it was difficult. At the time, we had just moved from Kentucky from working at a church there to um, he was an assistant pastor there. So we were um, busy with things like that. And then everything completely changed when we took a dying church in California to keep it from closing. Mm. And we were extremely busy with that. So um, we moved here um, beginning stages of my pregnancy. We were working, 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 trying to keep the church afloat. At that point, mm. churches weren't allowed to be open in California, even wow. though it was, you know, several months into the pandemic versus other places in the U.S. So we were busy with that. We were just trying to stay afloat, mm -hmm. the church and our family. And then after we had my son, um, we were like, man, inflation's just getting worse and worse. I'm going to have to get a job. So we were living paycheck to paycheck and basically living by faith which is not a terrible thing, but it's a scary thing at times. <laughs> and so um, by faith, I took this job with FFL, hoping that, okay, this is going to help us, help our family and help our ministry. And it has done all of that. It's helped our ministry. It has helped our family. We've been able to help other people, other families, missionaries. And it's That's just a crazy. huge, huge blessing That's to our family. And it's done more than what I have ever expected it to do. That's nuts. Um... I love this. So you, so what made you intrigued about the FFL, a commission only job? Like at the end of the day, why were you excited about commission only? Well, or was it the flexibility? Really, I, <laughs> I had no, no experience with sales period, huh. except for maybe selling some clothes online, you know, that I have grown or whatever my kids have grown. <laughs> That's the only experience in sales I've ever had. <laughs> and uh, I remember seeing Mindy and other people that I went to college with do FFL and I'm able to see the flexibility they had. Mindy being able to have a baby and do this job and provide for her family and do amazing things with that. That is what attracted me, the flexibility, the freedom, the financial freedom. Mm. Um, I was really nervous about the sales part. And then when it just came down to it, it's so simple, so mm. simple that it doesn't, it doesn't scare me at all, you know, anymore, but it really did at the beginning. And I was able to overcome that fear because of Mindy's help. Really grateful for her. That's amazing. Why were you able to then, with no sales experience, able to close everyone you sat with? What, what was it about the, the transfer of confidence that allowed you to help those people? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I naturally, I want to help people. So I'm in a situation where I'm in someone's home and I 
see that they're missing something in their life that's going to help them. So I'm going to help them get that thing is life insurance, mortgage protection. And so I think naturally that part is easy for me. I want to help the families that I'm making appointments with because I know this is going to better their lives. That, that's amazing. So just the, the sheer heart and, you know, the ability to see that there's a hole, your job's to plug the hole, and you made it happen. The transition mm-hmm. into telesales, telesales, not Zoom sales, correct? Just all over the phone. I've probably only done maybe a couple with Zoom, but it's more intimidating for the client if it's on Zoom is what I found. So it's really simple, really easy. It's over really quick when you do it over the phone. And I like it because sometimes I'm not feeling well and I'm sitting in bed sick and I can do appointments over the phone and talk about the camera. <laughs> That's nice. Um, I, I, of course, I live Pacific time and I do a lot of my leads and stuff East Coast time just so I can do work in the early morning hours before my nanny shows up for work and before my kids wake up. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm waking up six o'clock in the morning. I'm just rolling out of bed. My hair is all a mess and everything and I don't have to worry about a camera. So I just do strict over the phone. Love it. So let's talk about then your schedule and your lead your lead flow how much you're investing in leads and you know how many appointments are you typically running a week let's talk about your schedule and the way you're set up structurally for this level of success so i know my schedule is going to be a lot different than most full-time or even part-time workers just because i do have i do have more important things i got to do and that's ministry um God, my family ministry is always number one. So I have to make sure I manage my time very, very, very well. I want 30 plus appointments a week. I average about 28 to 32 appointments a week. Mm -hmm. So in order for me to have that, sometimes I'm double booking people. Sometimes I'm triple booking people. Um, Sometimes I am making sure um, I'm waking up six o'clock in the morning. So I can have that 9am appointment on the East coast Coast. time. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes I'm doing that. I just really have to plan out what I have going on in my personal life and in my ministry life so that I can fill in the spots for FFL for the week. So I work, pretty much every day of the week, except the weekends, because I do ministry things on Sundays and um, mostly on Saturdays as well. But I'm working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thursdays is like my Sabbath. That's the day I have with my family. So Sundays is a work day for us. So I'm putting in as many appointments as I can those four days a week. And if I need to make up time, maybe Saturday afternoon, and maybe that hour time slot I have in between church and choir and church again on Sunday. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have done that. I have done that. Like the, in fact, two weeks ago, I had four appointments that I booked in a one hour time slot um, on a Sunday. And that was insane. I'm not doing that again. Um, but I, I was late for choir. I would say that, <laughs> but I am, I squeeze as much as I can in my schedule because my goal is 30 appointments a week. I'm not going to slack during my time when my, my nanny shows up eight o'clock in the morning every day, except Thursday and Saturday and Sunday. So I'm walking out of my house when she is walking in, I'm sitting in my office 
got everything charged, ready to go for the day. And I am not leaving my desk until it's time for her to go home at four. Sometimes I have appointments later. So my husband goes and lets her off of work. So I have to keep a strict, strict schedule because I can't be full-time because who knows what pops up during the week with ministry. Sometimes there's a random counseling session. Sometimes I got to pray with someone. Sometimes someone's in the hospital. I got to go and sit with them, you know, things like that. So I'm being as strict as I can with my time. Dude, you're a machine. I, you know, I love listening to this. This is going to inspire a lot of people, Holly, because you're making it happen. Like, there's nothing about your seven-day week that's not busy. <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> but you're finding a way to prioritize what needs to be prioritized, to slot things where they need to be slotted, mm -hmm. to show up where you need to be, mm -hmm. and to run a strict schedule and still get the results with almost no excuses. Like There's no excuse. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And what matters at the end of the day is what you use those 24 hours for. And my philosophy on that is, you know, if you're filling your time helping people, you will get rewarded for it. And, you know, I help people through my church. I help people through this job. I'm helping other agents. And that's, you know, at the end of the day, that's what matters. And whatever reward comes from it, um, I'm just happy I get to receive that, you know, because I put in the work for it. I'm helping the families. And if I'm not managing my time well, I'm not able to help anybody. So Monday through Wednesday, I'm sure you look at that as like serious go time. Mm -hmm. Like you're on the treadmill, hit the track, let's run, right? Yes. Um, now Friday's the first day of the week. Mm -hmm. Do you view Friday the same way you do Monday through Wednesday? Oh, yes. Friday... I, so I like to book my appointment same day and Fridays are those days where it's like, Hey, it's Friday. Let's go ahead and get this done today as a perfect excuse for a lot of clients to book a same day appointment with me. And if I have to do it on a Saturday, I'll put them sometime in my Saturday. Mm -hmm. I can squeeze that in there, mm -hmm. but Fridays it's nice because it's a, you know, last work day of the week for a lot of people. And it's like, okay, let's go ahead and get this done later this afternoon or tonight, you know, things like that. Um, people are easy. People can easily get off work early on a Friday because they can get all their work done and get home for the weekend. So I find it easy to book a lot of same day appointments for Fridays. So that helps to get me a head start for my week for Monday for mm -hmm. when that comes around. But like you said, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm hitting it hard. I'm trying to get as many appointments in as possible. And it helps because Wednesday is also the night everyone submits their numbers. Right. So I really want to make sure I have it all there for Wednesday night when I hit submit for my Slack. So it's it's go every, every day <laughs> of the week. It's go time. Every single time I'm sitting in my desk with my phone in my hand, but especially Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm really hitting it hard. No doubt. So, um, the, so the early morning taking advantage of the East coast, is that an all day thing that you're dialing back East or are you, what did you, I don't know if I caught this, but what hours on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, are you actually, give me the hours and breaks if there are, I know you have a mm -hmm. nanny, so that certainly helps. Yeah. Talk, yeah. to, talk to us. 
So she comes in at eight. I'm walking out of my house at eight. If someone's requesting for an early morning appointment, I can put in my schedule because it's six in the morning. My kids are, well, sometimes they're not awake, but they're usually still sleeping and I can just, you know, sit in bed and do my appointment so or go over. Real quick, this is day. not a home office. This is an office away from the home. So where we live at home, mm -hmm. my office is next door at our church. Got it. So we live next to our church. Makes so sense. I can either walk out of my house and go to the church office yeah. and do my work, or I can just do it in my house, you know, quietly before, you know, I wake up the family <laughs> for the okay. day. Makes sense. Keep going. Yeah. So there are mornings where I book a lot of appointments, you know, that six to seven time frame right before my nanny shows up to work and before my kids wake up and I give them breakfast and things like that. Well, my husband gives them their breakfast. <laughs> Usually I'm trying to do a lot of extra little things to get ahead of the day. Mm -hmm. um, so there are times I'm working really early mornings, but official start time is when my nanny shows up. Got it. Around eight. She leaves at four. Now I can let her go home. Sometimes my husband lets her go home at four. Um, but I usually do have a few appointments around four, five, and six as well. Um, so that gives me a little more flexibility to squeeze in that extra time. And then it's too late to do appointments after that time frame for East Coast time. So I get the rest of my evening with my family. So you so that's work East Coast. Yes, Got 100%. It. So, and mm -hmm. that's intentional, right? You want your day to end earlier mm -hmm. where you live. I do. It's funny. Mm -hmm. So that's crazy. Most of the people that I talk to, Holly, are working to to create evening hours. Mm -hmm. But because you live on the West Coast, you're saying, hey, I can, I'll start early and I'll create evening hours for my family. Yep. That's strong. I'm I love this. Like, you know, just the the, the tenacity, the focus, the discipline, the schedule. And the teamwork between you and your husband and even the nanny that's making this a reality for y'all. You mm -hmm. are a struggling family, pastor, wife, situation, paycheck to paycheck. I mean, you couldn't mm -hmm. dream of an opportunity. You could, but <laughs> it, this is not, this wasn't going to just hit you across your doorstep, you know? Thank no. God for Mindy and her ability to, you know, go out there and do this and share it. Right. Because mm -hmm. where would you be? Where would you be if oh, Family First Life mm -hmm. didn't come across your door? I want to hear this. Give me give me a small synopsis. So when I started, inflation was at its highest. Like I said, gas was up to about ten dollars a gallon. Milk itself was $5 a gallon. Eggs now is ridiculous. I mean, it's everything's more expensive in California. It just mm. really, is, really is. When we were living in Kentucky, his salary as an assistant pastor was perfect. We had a home. Um, I didn't have to work. Mm. And it, he came here and took a paycheck cut um, to do this job to help this church that was struggling and it, it was exactly paycheck to paycheck. By the grace of God, we weren't going into debt. Right. Um, the parsonage that we live in now, the church, you know, pays for that for us to live in. So that's part of our salary. But if it wasn't for that, if we had a, if we had a home, 
we wouldn't be making any mortgage payments. We would be homeless. <laughs> I mean, it'd be just awful. And our goal with this job was to buy a house for our family. So we don't have to be depending on the church to provide housing for us. And by God's grace, we're going house shopping tomorrow. We have a realtor set up and we're going to get a house. And I'm so thrilled and so happy and so blessed that God has done that for our family. And it's just truly incredible. Um, where we would be, I, I have no idea. I don't even want to think about it. Right. It's scary. <laughs> um, we knew coming into California, we would probably have to, I would probably have to work. It's just a two-person income household type of situation out here. Sure. It's very expensive to live here. I knew that stay-at-home mom, wife lifestyle was going away. <laughs> so I was soaking it up as much as I can when I had my baby and when I was ready to work. I was ready to work and I'm thankful the opportunity of FFL was there because I just can't imagine doing anything else and having the same results. You're incredible. I will say this. I know you're working on building your team right now. If you do not build a team, you're stealing from people. You have so much to offer. I mean, this life you're building and your ability to relay it and tell your story, oh my gosh, like, could you please start telling your story to people? They, they would join by accident. Like, I would join you. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> you know, so just like as you're going through this and as you're working through these phases, keep in mind there's plenty of people that need what, what you do, which is instill hope, encourage, um, teach train, confidence, organization. Um, man, I mean, like, you. I just, I'm telling you stuff I told Mindy when I first heard Mindy talk. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> so you, if you don't believe me, ask Mindy. But y you need to, you need to, this is going to go way beyond you, Okay. This is going to go beyond what you've done, what you've established, which is amazing. But it's too good to be kept under the Newton household. You know what I'm saying? Like this, it's, it's, it's going to go forth and with or without you. And when I mean that, it's with or without your mindset of what you think, your, what you think you have time for, what have you. I think the time is coming very, very near. For you to, and I know you have stuff in the works, people in contract, and people that are getting started, people that are selling, but you're, you're, you have too much of a story to tell, and people need to hear it. And when they hear it, they're going to bust, bust out the seams to, to work with you because you nurture and you're serious. Like, you know both sides. So congratulations to you on all your success. Thank I'm you. really excited about what the rest of 2023 has in store for you. Um, please let me know what we can do to help. But thank you for jumping on with me. I'm, I'm more encouraged by talking to you today than I was before I got on with you. So thank you. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. Training day with Holly Newton. I mean, this thing only gets sweeter. That FFL Believe team's got some something in the water. I, I know that's for sure. I, I appreciate you, Holly. Thanks for jumping on. Thank you for listening. We love you. God bless.